you're listening to Diving In, a podcast by Lexi McCrowan. Join me as I explore topics relating to health, wellness, and how to stay true to yourself. Each week, I touch on raw and often unspoken conversations with special guests as they share their experience working in the spotlight and their own personal journey to accepting themselves. Diving In is your guide to help you navigate challenges in life, whether that's relating to friendships, business, or health. I can't wait to take you on this exciting journey with me. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's been a hot minute, but I'm back and I'm ready to dive into 2022. So in today's episode, we'll be discussing my New Year's resolutions, how to set healthy but long-term New Year's resolutions, how entering the new year can be overwhelming, my 2021 takeaways and what I learned from last year and how it has shaped who I am today. And just some reminders and journal prompts that can help you set some intentions, I guess, for the new year. So I've got a bit to talk on and we've also got a bit to catch up on. So I hope everyone had a good Christmas and years. Unfortunately, I spent my New Year's in isolation, as most people were. But I was really happy that I was able to celebrate celebrate Christmas and see my family. Um, And I'm really enjoying my summer break. Just excited to get up to Noosa at the end of January, so I'm looking forward to that. But before we begin, as you all know, I like to share a special share of the week. And yes, I haven't been recording every week or every month, but I've been in a bit of a rut and I'll get into that a bit later. But I stumbled across this one on Instagram from Matilda Jerv. She's an absolute icon, but she shares some beautiful quotes that she writes in her notes and then she either will put them up on her story or on her Instagram post. But I just wanted to read it because I think it suits what we'll be discussing today. So here it is. Reminder to not put too much pressure on yourself as we're entering 2022. You don't need to become a new you. You need to nurture the current you. I love this. And then she went on to say, in her own quotes and words. For me, it's about continuing to appreciate the small things and the small steps forward, to make rest a high priority, say no without feeling bad, to choose myself, treat myself with kindness and prioritise myself. And I love how she just summed it all up in the end. And I think you couldn't have said it any better. So I hope this can help you and reassure you that you don't have to become a new you and you don't have to go out there and set goals based off how you look or physically how you want to look because I think that is just something that can turn into an unhealthy spiral really quickly. So let's get into my New Year's resolutions. Now, I don't have a lot because this is something that I'll touch on after, but I don't like to set a lot of New Year's resolutions, I'm very careful on how I do it because I am someone that is very hard on myself. And in the past, yes, my goals, and like a lot of people, I guess, our goals or my previous goals were around my appearance and physically how I looked and how I needed to change something about myself. But I'm entering the new year 
knowing that we don't have to change anything about ourselves. We are fine just the way we are. And I think that is something that is so big and we need to ingrain in ourselves when we set New Year's resolutions. You do not need to change anything about yourself. Yes, you can set health goals like, you know, you want to get up and walk every morning or you want to run 10 kilometers. That is adding into your life. You never want to take away anything from your life. So my first New Year's resolution is spend money on experiences, not things. And this is at the top of my list because last year, especially during lockdown, coming out of lockdown, I wish that I had saved more money. You know, we were at home, we were online shopping a lot and I got into a really bad habit of spending my money on clothes. And it's kind of like a short-term happiness, I guess, But in the long term, like it doesn't last long because you might wear it once and then you might have that rule that I can't wear it again because everyone's already seen it. Like I still have stuff sitting in my wardrobe that I bought during lockdown and I haven't even worn. Like I feel so embarrassed to say that, but it's so true. So now I'm like stopping myself from shopping and buying more. So that was at the very top of my list. So the next one is I want to capture more moments in time. And by this, I mean, I wish when I look back on the year, I don't video a lot of stuff and I'm more present when I'm out with my friends or with my family. But it's also not bad that you want to capture moments to be able to remember them. Um, So, yeah, that's one of mine, to capture more moments, especially on my film camera. I got a film camera during COVID lockdown and that was one thing that, was one of the most smartest purchase I ever made because I use it so much and I'm really happy that I look at it and I'm like, this can create so many memories for me that I'll remember forever. The next one is read six new books that can help my own self-growth this year. And when I say six, I don't really know if I'll read six. I'm right. I might read more. I don't know yet, but I'm not a big reader and I definitely want to read more and the categories that I'm kind of into are yes self-improvement self-help I love cooking books I have a lot of cooking books but I actually don't use them enough which is really embarrassing so I want to do more dinner parties this year also that's another one I guess that can be on my new year's resolutions to host more dinner parties but yeah to read six new books that can help my own self-growth and I guess when you buy a book I look at it as I'll be investing in my own health. So I thought that was a good one. The next one is invest in my own mental health. And by this, I mean, if I subscribe to an online membership, like for example, last year before Christmas, I downloaded this. It's not an app, it's a website, but you can download it to your home screen on your phone, but it's called Amavi. And it's by Paige Harris and it has some amazing meditations and some resources in there that can help you become so much more mindful with yourself and connect deeper into healing parts of yourself that you didn't even know were hurting or that needed care and love. So that is one of them. The next one is to wake up earlier. And I love this one because I'm someone that gets stressed and overwhelmed very easily and sometimes I start work at 9am. So one thing I want to have at the start of my day 
you know, waking up earlier, I have those hours in my day to kind of go through my day without feeling rushed or overwhelmed. So I have time then before I go to work to take my dog for a walk, to have my breakfast without having to rush. I'm able to sit down and journal. I'm able to actually be present in my morning and therefore I feel like your morning sets you up for your whole day. The next one is to enjoy my own company. And I kind of already can enjoy my own company, but I guess to a degree I want to travel more by myself because it is such an uncomfortable thing for me. You know, like we're going to Noosa at the end of the year and I really want to drive up there by myself because I do want to move out of home at some point and move up the coast like I talked about in my other episodes, maybe to Byron or Noosa because I feel so settled by the coast. But yeah, just do a drive up there and see how it goes because it's only a few days and yeah, I'm kind of just sitting with myself. I'm enjoying myself. I want to stop on the way and see friends as I go up the coast as well. I haven't done the East Coast in a while and I absolutely love it. Um, so the next one and the last one is love who I'm becoming. And by this, I mean just accept where I am and who I am because, yeah, your mindset is everything. And this is something that I'll touch on in what 2021 has taught me. But, yeah, I just want to start loving who I'm becoming. So now let's get into what 2021 taught me and some takeaways that I'll be able to take into this year. So the first one, you can't please everyone. And this is something I always have to remind myself of because I am such a people pleaser. You know, you might get DMs where you feel like you have to justify yourself for certain things, but I always know that I say stuff for a certain reason or I do things for a certain reason and I trust my intuition because I know I also care a lot about people and I would never do anything to hurt anyone or to go out of my way to hurt anyone. But yet you can't please everyone and not everyone is going to like everything you post or everything you put up. So I think that is just such an important one. The next one is who you surround yourself with shapes who you are. And this is so true. If you surround yourself with people who support you, who nurture you, who uplift you, you're going to feel inspired and you're going to grow into such an amazing person. The next one is be your own best friend. And this can kind of touch on, you know, loving who you're becoming. But I guess a reminder to you is friendships will come and go as well as relationships but you are the one who's stuck with yourself until the day you die. And if you can't show up for yourself and show yourself compassion and respect, I can tell you right now that life is not going to feel like this beautiful world. You're going to feel like you have this weight on your shoulder the whole time and you will never feel like you're growing because you'll never be happy with yourself and you'll never actually appreciate yourself for who you are and what you're doing just right here, right now. The next one is start somewhere and eventually you'll start believing. Yeah, with anything, with any new projects, like let's talk about my podcast. When I first started my podcast, I didn't know what I wanted to do. 
But all I knew was that I wanted to help people and I wanted to reassure people that everyone has their own struggles. I wanted to interview people that talk about their own struggles and that want to share that. I feel like everyone is so different and so unique in their own way and has something that someone else can learn and take away from. And yeah, I want to just start believing in my podcast more, I guess. The next one. It'll never be your turn if you can't clap for others. And I actually came across this one on Instagram that I just wanted to add in. I kind of feel that I already know this, but if it's something you feel like you need to work on or a reminder for you, it's just that everyone's got a different goal and they're on a different path. And that can kind of also inspire us and motivate us for our own ideas and our own creations. But when you want to see other people happy, And when you see happiness in other people, it will just make everyone else around you happy and it will create this environment where you can thrive off each other and help each other with your own projects. The next one is other people's actions are not your responsibility. And it's like I said before with you can't please everyone. It's not your responsibility to prove to them. So just remember that. The next one is everything's okay. And I love this one. This is like my favorite one because life is this circle or it's this wave, whatever you want to call it. But we're going to have a moment of feeling on top of the world, but we're also going to have a moment of feeling at our lowest. It's inevitable. But when you just sit with it and when you're okay with it, I guess you'll either learn something from it Or you'll appreciate this moment and know eventually it'll make sense. Because when you do that, I feel like it just lifts this weight off your shoulders and it'll stop consuming you. So just know that tomorrow is a new day and everything's okay. Everything happens for a reason. And this leads me to my next one. Eventually, life makes sense. And by this, I mean the good, the bad and the ugly are all part of the picture. And a way to describe this can be a painting. At the beginning, it'll look bad. And you might think, where are they going with this? Or where am I going with this? I'm so confused. You're kind of just scribbling stuff on and it doesn't look like anything. And by the end, it's this beautiful work of art. And that's how I view my life and how you should view yours. The next one. The smallest changes in your habits are going to make the biggest difference. So let's use an example. Say you want to drink a glass of water before you go to bed. Then in a week, you're drinking two glasses before you go to bed. And by, you know, maybe four weeks, you're drinking four glasses before you go to bed. Now that is a lot, but I'm just saying that small changes can make the biggest difference in your days and in your weeks. So just give yourself credit for the small wins because it makes you appreciate the big wins even more. The next one. Things don't happen overnight. Becoming the best version of yourself will not happen overnight. And if you discredit yourself for one bad day, please don't do that. Because life is constantly a learning journey. And if we spend every day being mad at ourselves, we'll never feel like we've accomplished anything. So just appreciate yourself right here, right now. And know that life is this journey and you'll get 
to somewhere eventually. There's no end point, I guess, is what I'm saying. You're always learning along the way and growing along the way. The next one, your life is as good as your mindset. And I love this one. This is one of my other favorite ones because if you sit here and think about what sucks, everything will seem bad. It just makes sense. But if you choose to see the beauty and believe things are good, you'll become a more positive person. It works the same way. Also, another one, having an open mind and thinking positive will lead you to a much more fulfilled life because having an open mind is the key to a good life. And if you're willing to accept everything for what it is, nothing will ever feel wrong in your life. Everything, I guess, will just feel like learning and you'll appreciate the bumps, but you'll also appreciate the good things that happen because you accept it and you have an open mind. You're open to anything. The next one, asking for help is strength, not weakness. And this is something that I've really learned this past year. You know, I used to be afraid to ask for help or to seek help from a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I thought it was embarrassing or that I don't deserve it. And there's people out there that have worse situations. But no, everyone has got something going on and you deserve the help as well. All right, so now let's touch on some journal prompts to help you in this new year. And I guess journal prompts are a good way to give you a sense of direction or purpose coming into the new year because, like I said, it can be overwhelming coming into a new year If you're someone that struggles with anxiety or setting goals, I guess journal prompts are a good way to keep you on track and give you a direction and a purpose. So the first one, how will I incorporate more self-care into my life this year? For example, it could be to have 10 minutes at the end of the day after work to yourself. This could be by meditating. This could be by taking your dog for a walk to just switching off and giving time to you can be an act of self-care. That's not related, I guess, to um, looking a certain way. The next one, how will I live more mindfully this year? And I actually did this one this morning because I thought it was a great one with, you know, being mindful helps you become more present and aware of yourself and your feelings and how you are around your family or your friends. So it could be one of them for me was being mindful of how much time I'm giving to work, to myself and to my friends and family. The next one, what are some positive changes I can make to nourish and fuel my body this year? And I love this one because it's asking what positive changes. And when it comes to fueling your body and nourishing yourself, you know, you want to add things into your life. You know, food is supposed to be enjoyed. And I feel, you know, yeah, look at the positive changes. What can you add into your life? It could be to create a plate that's full of color, you know, because creating that rainbow is such a vibrant and a fun way to create a new goal coming into the new year. The next one, who are you grateful to have in your life and why? What are you grateful to have in your life? And what skills and abilities are you grateful to have? 
And I love these three. And I put these three together because I think it's easy to forget how lucky we are when things get busy or overwhelming or stressful. So this can just help your mind put things back into perspective and it can create a regular gratitude practice that will benefit yourself in the long run. So looking around you and taking in every moment, no matter how big or small, just by making a point of treasuring moments in your day will help change your outlook on life and open you up to appreciate the beauty around you. Because when we do pause and reflect and become more present with ourselves, we realize we have so much to be grateful for. So I hope these three prompts can help you. And I'll say them again, just in case you want to write them down. Who are you grateful to have in your life and why? What are you grateful to have in your life? And what skills and abilities are you grateful to have? And I think gratitude is such an important thing to practice in life because when you need that extra reassurance or that extra motivation or inspiration, these three prompts will always be there when you need to come back to them. The next one, what moments make you feel happy to be alive? And once again, this can lead to gratitude or who you're grateful to have in your life. Or what memories you can remember that make you smile and give you that instant happiness that you might need sometimes when you're feeling at your lowest. The next one. Are there any lessons you're thankful to have learned? And like I ask all my guests that I have on the podcast and what I'm hoping to do in the future is the very last question I want to ask them is what's one thing they've learnt in their life that they've taken with them? And I think it's such an important one because there's always something in our lives that just is ingrained within us that we may have learnt from our parents or a sibling or a friend but something we just feel strongly by and that we always practice ourselves. The next one, what achievements are you proud of? And this can relate back to, you know, being your own cheerleader, celebrating yourself, loving who you're becoming. When we reflect on all the amazing stuff we've done in our lives, we can be so proud of ourselves and that is just such an amazing feeling to have and such a healthy relationship to have with yourself. And the last one, what challenges are you proud to have overcome? And just by reflecting on this and knowing that you do have your highs and lows in life, when you do have a low and when you challenge yourself to work through that and work through the uncomfort, just by reflecting back on what challenges you have overcome, it can help reassure you that tomorrow is a new day or that you do have the strength to work through the things that you need to heal in your life. And I think that is such an important one. Okay, next, we're going to touch on some small reminders to stay balanced for throughout the year. I've actually got four that I love that I wanted to share. So the first one, get enough sleep. 
And I think sleep is an important one because it helps us feel good during the day and sleep can influence our mood and productivity throughout the day. So I thought that is one of the most important ones to think about for the year. The next one, find time to unwind. And I think this is so important because we all live in this world now where we want to hustle and we want to be busy in our days. But scheduling time into your day to unwind and get offline can then give your mind a rest and take time to get outdoors or go for a walk. But whatever you decide to do, be fully present in that moment and enjoy zero distractions from technology and from being on social media. And I guess by just making this a habit, you can help create greater mindfulness and productivity and your future self will really thank you for this. The next one, spend time with the right people. And like I said before, in what I learned in 2021 and, you know, surrounding yourself with positive people, who you spend time with can have an, an impact on our overall happiness. And we know that. So make time to spend with people who lift you up, who nurture you and who encourage you to be the best version of yourself. And simply just spend less time with the people who don't because they're not good for you and they won't help you grow into the best version of yourself. And the last one, be kind to yourself. And like I said before, love who you're becoming, be your own best friend or another one, be your own cheerleader, cheer yourself on. The way you speak to yourself plays a huge role in your overall happiness. And I feel many of us, say this, but we would never speak to others in the same negative way we do to ourselves. We are the hardest person on ourselves, but make an effort to stop being so hard on yourself and try treating yourself just as you would treat someone you love. Like for example, if you were tired, you would tell yourself to rest. And if you were sad, you would comfort yourself. It's as simple as that. Listen to your body. And the last thing I just wanted to touch on before we finish up here is, you know, feeling overwhelmed coming into the new year because it's definitely a thing. And if you're struggling with feelings of, I call it new year anxiety, because if you're feeling anxious about the upcoming year, you're not alone. But it's also important to recognize and acknowledge how you feel coming into the new year. Just sit with yourself. If you need a journal about it, why am I feeling like this? How can I change this feeling? Or just journaling and writing it down and actually seeing it on a piece of paper can help you make sense of your feelings, I guess. But I guess I just wanted to share some tips on how you can manage this and improve your overall mental health and well-being, I guess. So one thing that some people, because not everyone needs to set New Year's resolutions. So if you're that type of person entering the new year is already overwhelming for you, get rid of the New Year's resolutions. Just chuck them out the door because that's just something that's going to overwhelm you even more. The next one. Learn to set healthy boundaries. And by this, this can refer to what I just spoke about. 
you know, getting rid of New Year's resolutions. If you know you're a person that if you create goals, it'll make you stressed and overwhelmed and really hard on yourself, just don't do it. And if it feels like too much, try asking yourself what one, just one small change could do to make you feel happier or more positive in six or even three months time. Just focusing on a shorter period of time can help you stay motivated. It can give you a sense of direction and it can help you have a good and a healthy plan that is sustainable long-term. And the last one is keep an eye out for burn burnout. And I love this one because like we talk about with the work social life balance, it's good to have that. It's good to have a work, but it's also good to have a social life because if you're going to work, you need to also have a time where you can break away from that and you can go out with your girlfriends and you can switch off from work and switch into a social life. So, Starting the new year off with a focus on what may be holding you back can help you to start put your well-being first. Make self-care a priority to yourself. Because after all, self-care means giving the world the best of you instead of what is left of you. And I love that one. So I... Okay, and there's also another thing I wanted to touch on, which is, you know decluttering your life coming into the new year and this can mean on Instagram on TikTok or Snapchat but just decluttering your feed and who you follow can help you just reset and feel refreshed for the start of the year so I thought what better way to do this than share some people that inspire me on social media so the first one Harmony Butcher she is so amazing about body positivity and just shines this overall happiness that just makes me feel so content in a way. The next one, Lolita Olympia. She has some amazing YouTube videos. She's a boss girl. She has her own business at the age of 21. And I think that's absolutely amazing and want to celebrate everyone's wins. The next one, Moya Wimiri. She's a YouTuber, but she's also on Instagram. She just moved to London. She lives by herself and she shares her ups and downs in life and just being a young teenager. And I guess it's just really relevant to us being so young and kind of putting yourself out there and just living alone. The next one, Laura Henshaw and Olivia Molly Rogers. And I feel like these go hand in hand because both these girls, they live in Melbourne They have the cutest dogs and they just share some insightful tips into anxiety, depression, um, just overall mental health and your overall, overall physical health as well in a positive way. So there's some really good role models. The next one is Carissa Spark. She's based in Byron Bay. She has two golden retrievers, so of course... I'm going to give her a shout out because love my golden retriever gals. Um, but she shares some really cool fashion. She also struggles with anxiety. So she shares a lot about mental health. She actually does mental health Monday. She does have a highlight on her Instagram if you go onto it, but she works with a lot of sustainable brands 
And I think she's just such a good role model and I can definitely see her growing in such a positive way. And yeah, she's just such a good role model for younger children out there struggling with mental health and just reassuring that everyone has their own struggles at any age. The next one and the last one is Paige Harris. Like I mentioned before, she also has, she has two Instagram platforms. So she has Paige Harris and then she has Amavi Meditation. So if you want to go follow her, please do because she shares some amazing playlists on Spotify. I listen to them out by the pool when it's a sunny day because they're so relaxing and they make me fall asleep. If you want to join the Amavi community, she loves all her members and she'll be in touch as soon as you become a member. She'll ask, you know, what your goals are, why you've joined Amavi. And yeah, she just cares a lot about her community and her business. She puts in her all to it. So I hope that these people can help inspire you in some way or if you feel like you need some new positive people to follow I hope this can help you so I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you can take something away from it Um, I really loved sitting down and sharing some of my news resolutions because I think they can sometimes help others and I guess my 2021 takeaways I feel like so many people can relate to them or may relate to them in the future if you feel like you need to write them down just as a reminder for you. But I hope, yeah, you are able to take something away from this episode and I'm grateful for all of you and if you've stuck around for this long, thank you. I'm sorry if I rambled a lot at certain times. But if you would like to leave a review and subscribe, it would mean the world to me. I love you all and I'll see you in my next episode.